Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting news. The ESL Empowered, Secure, and Loved eight-week relationship coaching program is officially reopened for application. This eight-week program fills up really quickly every time we open the doors. So you are going to want to apply ASAP. This program is for you if you're ready to get off the dating roller coaster for good. And if you need those internal shifts that allow you to embody a securely attached woman so you can effortlessly attract that relationship that you want. It also is for you if you need the tools for attracting and maintaining that healthy relationship. The program is designed, obviously, to help you bring in that partner that you can build a long-term, intentional, healthy relationship with. And even more importantly, it is about healing that relationship with yourself. This is that internal transformation that is needed when you're ready to step into the relationship that you deserve and to step into the next level of your life. I am personally inviting you to apply if you know that you're ready for help in this area of your life. You can't do it alone. You've tried everything and you are absolutely ready to do the internal work to get the change that you need so you can stop the pain and the heartache in your life and maybe go back into summer, go back into dating, feeling empowered, secure, and loved and ready to attract that relationship that you're so deserving of. If that's you and you're like, okay, Dr. Morgan, I hear you. I know I need this. I am going to take ownership of this area of my life. Enough is enough. I know I deserve what I deserve and I'm going to take action. If that's you, I encourage you to go to my Instagram bio, use the link there. It's apply now. So apply for the program there, or there will also be a link in the show notes. Make sure you don't wait. Apply now to reserve your spot in the program. Hello, hello. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. Very special episode for you today. This one's going to be powerful for you, whether you're single, in a relationship, wherever you're at, this will be helpful for you. I promise. All right, so I want to talk about that tendency of wanting to fix someone when you're in a relationship. And a lot of times this can be connected to an anxious attachment style because one of the things that we 
do when we have anxious attachment is we think that if our partner is upset or um, is struggling, that that might make them more likely to leave us or to end the relationship. And we think by contributing or even sometimes controlling our um, to our partner's happiness, that that will help us have a more securely attached relationship. And a lot of times this is happening unconsciously. So it's not as though you're sitting there saying, oh my gosh, I know that the reason I want my partner to be totally happy and healthy and fulfilled and all these things and know that they're loved. The reason that I want all that is so that they don't leave me and we have this um, healthy, amazing relationship. You probably don't realize consciously that that's some of the motivation for your actions. So this is a really common thing. I want to start out by saying that. Uh, I've actually heard from a lot of you who message me and you say, hey, I just feel like I want to fix my partner. I have this tendency of wanting to take care of them, wanting to make sure that they're healthy, that their mental health is good, that they're in a job that they like, that they have good relationships with their friends and their family, that they're eating a good diet, that you know, maybe they have a drinking issue or maybe they're really struggling in their career. And if I could just help them with that, right? So here's one of the things I, I want to talk about a couple of things. Number one, this can come from a relationship template or a way of being in relationships where you say it is more comfortable for me to be a caretaker to be helping someone, to be fixing someone else than to be taking ownership and owning my own stuff and working on working on me, right? So maybe beliefs about myself are other people's needs matter more than mine. I should take care of other people. That's my role, right? Like you just may be uncomfortable with not taking care of people. You may feel that the the one uh, belief you could have is, I know that I am needed in a relationship when I take care of someone. I feel safer in a relationship when I feel like they need me. If they quote unquote need me, I feel securely attached right? This is where we get into codependency. This is where we're looking at anxious attachment and how it can actually sabotage relationships. This, you know, and and this was uh, totally, totally brought up in the book by Terry Cole, Boundary Boss, which highly recommend. She was also on the podcast. It was a great episode. Uh, but she talks about the over-functioning codependent right? And how when we are over-functioning for people, that can actually be this defense mechanism of, I'm not going to let you take care of me. I'm not going to even take care of myself or look at what my own needs are. And I'm just going to take care of everybody else. 
And that's how I know that I'm good enough or that's how I know the person isn't going anywhere. That's how I create secure attachment. Okay, so that's my first point that you may be avoiding your own healing or taking your own ownership or your own unhealthy beliefs by being uh, overly functioning in your relationship. Okay, my, my next point that I want to make is that if you are taking on your partner's stuff, number one, you're communicating to them that they're not good enough the way they are and that there's something wrong with them and that you want to fix them. So you may love this person, think they're wonderful where they're at, and you may be saying unconsciously to that person, hey, you need to change. You're not good enough. Let me let me fix you. So you may be unconsciously communicating to that person that they're not good enough, which is probably not your intent. The second piece is you will resent that person. If you don't now, you will eventually. Oh, Lord, I can think about all the times in my dating life when I was driven to emotionally unavailable men that I wanted to fix. And one of the the things was that it would it would be like this mission. And then the funny thing is, is like I might eventually actually help the person. Like they might get a better job and they might start making better decisions for their health and working out. And we may actually get to the, get them to a place where their life is improving. And by the time that happened, I had so much resentment built up as the person who's over-functioning that I could no longer be close to that person. Even, in the be- even if in the beginning it was, well, this is what I need to do. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to help. It may have started that way, but enough time invested showing up that way in a relationship, it will always lead you to resentment at one point or another. What's funny is I think about like these high achieving relationships And y'all, I'm a Rachel Hollis fan, have been for a long time. And I think about the divorce that her and Dave went through. And I know, I do not know them personally. I mean, I've like been in circles of people who do know them personally, but I'm not claiming to know them personally by any means. But one of the things I wonder is how was the resentment building? Who was, who was the over, who was the person that was over-functioning? in that dynamic. I'm like, I would love to know, you know? Um, And the thing is, if it goes on for years, at some point, there's just no way back. So that alone should be motivation for you to know, hey, I don't want to get in a place where I feel like I'm fixing my partner because I don't want to create resentment in this relationship. Okay. So there was two parts to that second point. The first part was you may be unconsciously communicating to them that they're not good enough, and then you will build 
resentment, whether you realize it or not. Okay, the third point I want to make is that you can support your partner in growing and changing and moving forward in their life. And you have to do it. Well, you don't have to, but if you want a healthy relationship, the best way to do it is in a way where you communicate, hey, I believe in you. I trust that you know what is best for you. And I want to support you in getting whatever you need to get to where you want to be. The most beautiful and beneficial thing you can do for your partner is hold space for them to wade through those questions themselves of where I'm at right now, like what's not working? What are my pain points? Like what are the pain points in my life? What am I struggling with? How do I feel? What are the patterns? And then where do I want to be What are the obstacles preventing me from being where I want to be? What do I need to overcome those obstacles and reach my goals, right? The most beautiful thing you can do as a partner is say to your partner, I trust you to know what you need and I am here 1000% to support you in getting whatever it is that you need to get to where you want to be. And I support you in that. So it's not, let me fix you. It's, I'm on your team. I'm going to support you. What do you need to do? Let me help you brainstorm. What do you need to do? Number one, this says, I believe in you. I have confidence in you. Number two, it helps them take ownership of their life. You and I know You could tell somebody all day long, well, hey, you really shouldn't drink so much. You really should work out. You really shouldn't spend all your money gambling. You could tell them all these things. It's not until they decide that any change will happen, okay? So you you join their team when you do it this way. So it's much more likely that they're actually going to make any progress and you show up in a way that doesn't damage the relationship. So I hope this episode, excuse me, just swallowed incorrectly. <laughs> These are live episodes, y'all. I uh, I don't edit it. So there, there you go. You got me swallowing incorrectly there. Um, but I hope this episode was helpful because So many of you have been in this place or you could be in this place in the future. So take this information to your next relationship. You might have to listen to it a few times. Maybe you have to take some notes when I was talking about how to have supportive conversations instead of problem-solving conversations. Because I can guarantee you this, it may feel comfortable for you to caretake for your partner and handle everything for them. However, that's not what they need or what they would most desire. People want to feel heard, seen, understood, and they want to feel like you believe in them. And if you can help people feel heard and seen and you let them know that you understand where they are at, they will move through it themselves. 
You feel good. They feel good. It is a win-win for your relationship. All right, y'all. Hope that was helpful. If it was helpful, if this added value to you in any way, will you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts? That is how the podcast grows. And I read all of those reviews, even the ones that are not positive. And I will say the majority of them are, so thank you. Um, But I, I love hearing from you. I love knowing that this podcast is helping you in some way in your relationships. And you know, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.